Welcome to this episode of ESG Pro's 10-part Introduction to ESG podcast series. Today's topic is an introduction to ESG and its importance for businesses. I'm Humperdinck Jackman, founder of ESG Pro. We're live streaming and comments and questions are welcome. We're addressing them at the end of each episode. This series consists of lectures to understand and unravel the world of environmental, social and governance, ESG. Our other podcasts feature interviews with expert guests. I've broken this short lecture down into seven topics, so let's begin. Today, we're laying the foundation of ESG to underscore its growing significance in the business realm. Whether you're at the helm of a corporation or just embarking on your sustainability journey, this episode will offer valuable perspectives on integrating ESG into the heart of your business strategy. Whether you're listening because ESG is the right thing to do, or you're driven by creating a more profitable business, welcome. Topic one, demystifying ESG. We must start by dissecting the ESG acronym, Environment Social Governance. These three pillars form the cornerstone of sustainable and ethical business practices. The environmental aspect scrutinizes how a company interacts with the natural world. This includes its carbon footprint, waste management and resource and conservation efforts. The social dimension evaluates how a company manages relationships with employees, suppliers, customers and the communities in which it operates. It's about labor practices, product responsibility and community engagement. Lastly, and not spoken of very often these days, is governance. Governance focuses on a company's leadership, its ethical standards, risk management, and shareholder rights. But leadership really is the key. Without good leadership, nothing happens. To understand ESG, one must accept that it's not just about compliance or ticking boxes. It's actually about embedding these values into your company's DNA. And in an era where transparency and corporate responsibility are paramount, businesses that excel in ESG practices are poised to gain a, a genuine competitive advantage. Topic two, ESG's role in corporate sustainability and value creation. Now, let's delve into the why. Why is ESG critical for businesses? There's no doubt that integrating ESG strategies leads to significant benefits, extending far beyond regulatory compliance. A robust ESG framework can enhance a company's reputation, leading to increased customer loyalty and brand value. It's about building trust with stakeholders and reflecting the values that resonate with today's conscientious consumer. Repeated studies have shown that companies with a solid ESG foundation deliver an average of a 64% higher return on equity than its counterparts. Who can resist that? What business person does not want to see their business grow at that rate? Moreover, ESG initiatives drive innovation. They open up new markets, presenting opportunities for growth and profitability. For instance, 
sustainability efforts can lead to efficiency gains and cost reductions. Here at ESG Pro, we emphasize the importance of defining clear sustainability objectives and understanding the regulatory landscape, which is rapidly evolving globally. With governance and regulatory bodies such as the US, SEC, the EU, and the UK all intensifying sustainability enforcement, businesses need, they must, stay ahead of the curve. Topic three, the growing importance of ESG in investment and financial performance. After all, ESG began as an investment tool, pretty much. That's where the United States took it. But in Europe, it's matured, and this, this has become a global theme. In recent years, we've seen a surge in ESG investing. Investors are increasingly channeling their funds into companies with strong ESG credentials. This trend is a clear signal that ESG factors are becoming integral to financial performance and risk assessment. Businesses that demonstrate robust ESG practices are often viewed as less risky and more sustainable in the long term. And this shift is not just about ethics, it's about economics. Companies with solid ESG profiles tend to experience lower cost of capital, better operational performance, and higher resilience during economic downturns. What's not to like? Additionally, ESG reporting is becoming a critical tool for attracting and retaining investors, whether angel investors, venture capitalists, or hedge funds. Transparent reporting on ESG metrics enables investors to assess a company's long-term viability and potential to generate substantial returns and sustainable returns at that. This level of disclosure is becoming a key determinant in investment decisions, shaping the very future of our capital markets. Topic four, global sustainability reporting landscape and the role of the GRI standards, the framework. Let's turn our attention to the sustainability reporting landscape. The GRI standards, that's the Global Reporting Institute, a genuine nonprofit, they've set, they've set the benchmark for sustainability reporting. These standards enable organizations, regardless of their size or sector, to report on their economic, environmental, and social impacts in a uniform and credible manner. And this consistency is vital for stakeholders, including investors, policymakers, and the public, who then rely on this information to make informed decisions. The GRI standards, the GRI framework, is, is modular, offering flexibility and comprehensiveness at the same time. They include universal standards, which apply to all organizations, and sector standards, which provide a more well, nuanced view of sector-specific impacts, such as oil and gas. Additionally, topic standard list disclosures relevant to particular issues. The GRI framework is instrumental for organizations to manage their impacts responsibly and transparently. And with growing emphasis on sustainability, adhering to these standards is becoming a key aspect of corporate governance and, and accountability. 
Fifth topic, ESG in practice and, and taking some examples from leading companies. And to put things into perspective, looking at some examples of how leading companies are integrating ESG into their operations, we just want to pick on, 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 a, on a handful. Uh, the first is a company called Moneypenny, a British company. And under the leadership of Joanna Swash, the company has doubled employment and increased turnover significantly. It has introduced carbon-reducing features in its offices, and it works with external stakeholders on community projects. Uh, Fusion Community Initiatives, led by James O'Malley. This company engages corporates in delivering projects to communities in need, using experienced military leaders to develop leadership skills and to engage employees. And the third and final one, is SRL Publishing, founded by Stuart Debar. It's the world's first climate-positive publisher, and it's committed to offsetting its carbon footprint and paper usage by supporting environmental projects. Now, these are real-world examples, not of giant businesses, but of SMEs and, and slightly larger, generally. These examples illustrate how ESG is not just a theoretical concept, but a practical framework that can drive real change. And by adopting ESG principles, companies can not only enhance their sustainability, they can also unlock new avenues for innovation and growth. Hilton Hotels is a very good example. They use the ESG metrics to drive down food waste globally, saving millions of pounds every year across the hotel chain. ESG drives profitability. Now, topic six, it's about challenges and opportunities in ESG integration. Because integrating ESG into business strategy is not without its challenges. It requires a fundamental shift in mindset operations, and often, especially in the larger business, substantial upfront investments. However, the opportunities it presents are immense. From tapping into new consumers who prioritize sustainability to future-proofing the business against environmental and social risks, the benefits are manifold. The key is to approach ESG integration thoughtfully aligning it with the company's core values and long-term objectives. Topic seven is where we take it beyond politics to practical commercial sense. And as we move forward in our discussion, it's crucial to address the common misconception about ESG. The idea that it's, a, it's purely a political or woke agenda in reality, ESG is grounded in practical commercial sense and is increasingly recognized as a key driver of business success. Now, let's unpack this. Firstly, ESG is about risk management. Environmental risks, such as climate change, can have profound impacts on business operations, supply chains, and market demands. Social risks, including labor practices and community relations, can affect a company's reputation and legal standing. And governance risks are all too clear. 
governance risks you know, involving ethical conduct and compliance are vital for maintaining investor trust and avoiding costly scandals. Think of Volkswagen and the diesel emissions scandal. It's ongoing and it's cost billions. Addressing these ESG factors is not about political correctness. It's about safeguarding the business against real-world risks that can have tangible financial consequences. Secondly, ESG aligns with consumer and investor expectations. There's a growing demand from consumers for a sustainable and ethically produced uh, list of products and services. This shift is not a fleeting trend, but a reflection of changing societal values. Similarly, investors are increasingly factoring in ESG metrics to identify companies with sustainable long-term growth potential. And companies that ignore these shifts risk becoming obsolete in a market that values sustainability and ethical practices above all else. Moreover, ESG practices often lead to operational efficiencies, as I've already touched on. These include energy conservation, waste reduction, and sustainable resource use. These are, these are not just environmentally responsible actions. They often result in cost savings. Improved social practices themselves can then lead to a more motivated and productive workforce, reducing turnover and enhancing brand loyalty. Effective governance can streamline decision-making and reduce the likelihood of costly legal issues. Additionally, the integration of ESG principles can open up new markets and opportunities for innovation. Companies that lead in sustainability often find themselves at the forefront of emerging markets and technologies. This proactive approach can provide a competitive advantage in an increasingly crowded marketplace. And lastly, ESG is about future-proofing the business. The world is undergoing significant environmental and social changes everywhere. Businesses that anticipate and adapt to these changes will be better positioned to thrive in the future. This forward-thinking approach is not just about being socially responsible. It's about ensuring the longevity and success of the business in a rapidly evolving global landscape. As I hope you can see, ESG should not be viewed through a political lens, but rather as a pragmatic approach to business that aligns risk management, consumer and investor expectations, operational efficiency, innovation, and future readiness. I've been debating politicians on national television to make this very point. And you can stream these debates directly from our website. Now, ESG, it's about making smart business decisions that ensure long-term success and sustainability. As we navigate a world where environmental and social issues are increasingly front and center, ESG emerges not as a political statement, but as a strategic business imperative. Now, some closing thoughts. As I conclude today's episode, 
I think it's very clear that ESG is more than a trend. It's a transformative force, reshaping the business world. By embracing ESG, companies can not only contribute positively to the planet and to society, but they can also carve out a path for sustainable growth and long-term success. Picking up on listener comments, we see three which follow more or less the same theme, best summarized as, does ESG mean our company must become woke? And what of the Bud Light fiasco? Well, the short answer is an emphatic no. ESG does not equate to woke. The Bud Light example is exactly what happens when marketing departments get carried away and let's be honest, try to portray the corporate culture of a business in a flattering way and without substance. Such ill-conceived efforts are no different than the likes of HSBC Bank pretending to be green when it's one of the largest financiers of fossil fuel projects. True ESG approaches have no woke component. And thank you to Simon, Stephanie and Isabel for posing the question. I hope you have enjoyed I hope you have enjoyed this short talk and thank you for tuning in to the ESG Pro podcast. For more insights, subscribe to this podcast series and perhaps try and follow us on LinkedIn. Until next time, I'm Humperdink Jackman and get in touch via www.esgpro.co.uk. Thank you again. Bye-bye. <music>